Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Sports Ethos NBA DFS Today podcast. It's your boy, Keith. Did I? Did you miss me? Did I surprise you? I'm sure you were expecting Horace, but Horace is out, unfortunately, a little bit under the weather, so feel better, Horace. I am going to go ahead and hold it down here and cover this light two-game Thursday slate for you all, in which we have a couple of uh, interesting games. Uh, one team I usually fade here, but obviously I'll be playing them here, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, anyways, let's go ahead and get to the injury news here. Zion Williamson out in the health and safety protocols. Big bummer for the Pelicans, but that's a huge one. we got uh, obviously some Pelicans that we can look at with that uh, information there. So I'm actually loading up on Pelicans, but we'll talk about that. Porzingad, questionable with an illness, so we'll see about that one there. Uh, hopefully he does play because he would be the most expensive player on the slate. I'm sure you'll be able to afford him, but if he doesn't play, we might just be uh, getting a bunch of mid-range guys like everybody else. Keldon Johnson is doubtful for this one with a hamstring injury. Uh, another big one. So there's some, uh, some more uh, interest on the Spurs side as well uh, to think about. Kelly Olytic is out with an ankle injury still. So uh, still a guy I want to play there. Sexton questionable with a hamstring injury. He might be coming back. Got to keep our eyes there. Uh, do we have a little bit of interest in him if he does play? Not a whole lot, but uh, hey, there's going to be plenty of guys to play here because plenty of guys are out. Uh, Larry Nance Jr. is questionable also with an Achilles injury. He did sit in the last one, so we'll see if he plays in this one. Okay, let's move on to the first game here. Washington versus Utah. I don't know if I have a spread yet. Uh, should have probably had that up for you guys. I apologize. Uh, but either way, uh, we can pretty much safely assume that the uh, Washington Wizards are favored here. Uh, not a delicious, amazing game here. Uh, actually, I'm curious now. Oh my gosh, the Wizards are not uh, are not favored. The Jazz are favored by six and a half points. Uh, game total of two twenty eight point five. Uh, actually, both of these game totals, these games are pretty low. Just interesting slate. It's a very strange one. Two games that are just kind of uh, like no one really wants to watch these. Uh, everyone's gearing up here for the holidays. We've got a blizzard coming my way. If you guys are in Illinois, uh, do stay safe out there. Uh, lots and lots of snow coming my way. But anyways, Washington versus Utah. We got that six point five spread in favor of Utah, which is surprising here. I'm gonna jump on that, that Washington spread the other way. But anyways, I do like me some Bradley Beal at eighty one hundred. Got some Beal back on the menu, boys. Uh, Beal is. Uh, Going to carry a lot of the offensive load for the Washington Wizards. They're going against Utah Jazz, a team I like to target uh, heavily. They don't play any defense. Uh, I just think this is a, a recipe here for a big deal moment. I think he's going to be very, pretty highly owned. Uh, going to be chalk, but I think he is a some chalk that I'm happy to eat here. He's just a bit underpriced at this moment. On the other side of the ball, I do have some interest in some Utah Jazz here. Yeah, that's really all I have on the Washington Wizards side. If Porzingis does play, he is the most expensive player in the slate. I did I did manage to fit him in uh, to my lineup here and still had some salary left over. So I think you do end up playing Porzingis just because why not? Uh, and they are playing the Jazz, so why not again? Uh, and uh, yeah, so I think it's good. Uh, if Porzingis is out, obviously it's just going to be Beal. Uh, I just, I mean, maybe some Kuzma. I just don't have a whole lot of interest in the Wizards side. But the Utah Jazz side, I do have some interest here in Jordan Clarks in the 6,900. Uh, always attacking this Wizards team at the guard position. They just don't have a very good guard rotation. I uh, just think Clarkson, you know, he is a guy that can go off for quite a few points here. Uh, you know, even if Sexton is back, I think he's a guy you can still roster. Uh, we did see him climb up into the almost mid-7,000s there in salary, so it's a little bit of a price dip here. Uh, not the most sexy price in the whole world, but you got to spend up on somebody here. Got to have a mid-tier play. I like Jordan Clarkson. I also like, of course, Walker Kessler at 5,400. I'm not going to get off this guy just because he's up to 5,400 now. Still think the best is yet to come, but they are playing the Wizards here. 
And the Wizards, you know, again, playing uh, some Gafford, playing some some uh, Porzingis. I think he'll stay on the floor for the 25, 26, 27 minutes we've been seeing him get in the last few games for Walker Kessler. And there's no Kelly Olenek here, so I still have to have some um, amount of interest in him as well. Okay, New Orleans Pelicans and the San Antonio Spurs. This is the game I have far more interest in. I think it's going to be, uh, let's see, the spread in this game here. Really? It just shut down on me. Uh, well, I did see that the game total was about 226.5. Here we go. It just reloaded. Sorry about that, guys. 7.5-point uh, spread in the favor of the Pelicans, which makes sense. Spurs are not very good, and they don't have Kelton Johnson, who's really their offensive weapon here. The game total in this game is 226. It's going to be interesting to see who fills that void on the Spurs um, without Kelton Johnson, because somebody's going to have to step up. I think the obvious answer is Devin Vassell. And I think it's fine. You can obviously go to him uh, in this scenario, and especially it's such a, such a small slate. You have to rest with somebody. I think his ownership's going to be really high, though, and I don't necessarily like it. I don't necessarily like the the high ownership combined with uh, the fact that his price isn't. It's not exactly cheap. And I, I reloaded the wrong page here. I keep getting memory issues on my on my computer. I think I need to shut my computer down sometime, guys. So uh, bear with me here while this comes back up. And I do apologize. But yeah, let's uh, make sure to shut our computers down. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm not going to reload this page because I just don't know. Uh, anyways, uh, but no, I do have some interest uh, on the Pelican side without Zion Williamson. I've got some interest in CJ McCollum at 7500 I think that is a cheap price point. And they're playing the San Antonio Spurs. And they're going to need CJ's uh, offense here without, uh, you know, Brandon Ingram. Or Zion Williamson. So I think you can load up on CJ. I think it's fine. I think, uh, again, it's going to be you know somewhat high ownership. I think everyone's going to end up owning the same people. It's because there's so few people to choose from. So it's going to be difficult to find a guy to be really different from. And, you know, right now, I don't think I have that guy in my on my list here. So uh, you got to stay with me. Follow me on Twitter at BSBPKeith uh, and just stick with me. And as you know, we get close to the lock, I do drop my thoughts there sometimes and if you want to stay up to up in the know get the dfs pass it's super cheap and i do obviously always drop my opinions in there when i have strong opinions about things but uh but yeah let's go back to the uh to the slate here um so with devin vassal 7400 yeah i'm just not not in love with that price point for devin vassal i think if he shoots lights out he could crush that obviously and it's fine but I think I'm going to fade him. I think he's going to have high ownership. I'm going to fade him. A lot of people are just going to gravitate towards him because Kelton's out. So that's my little bit of a pivot there. But I don't think it's enough to get you, uh, you know, signif significantly different from the field to win a GPP. Not yet. But I do like McCollum at 7,500. I also have some interest in Jonas Melanchunas at 6,000. I know he just had a big game, so people will be on him. But the Spurs, you know, we've been attacking him uh, at the center position all season. Uh, no, no. Uh, Zion Williamson. That really has opened things up for Jonas Melanchunas. This is a criminally underpriced. Uh, salary for Jonas, and we just saw him put up you know seventy plus DK points. That's probably not going to happen again. Uh, I mean, I hope it does because I am going to roster him. I think he's a lock for me though, even though he's going to have high ownership. I also have some interest in just based on the price here in Herb Jones at forty two hundred. I think it's a very very uh, stomachable price here in a game that uh, you know he's been putting up in the last three twenty five point five, eighteen point seven five, and twenty three DK points. Uh, so I think, you know, he's, he's a very safe guy to hit basically 5x value for you. Uh, don't think he has a crazy high ceiling, but I think he is maybe one of the, maybe the safest guy uh, in that whole 4,200 and under, uh, you know, price range there. That's going to be uh, a safe floor for you guys. Also have interest in the uh, New Orleans side, and this might be the guy that I have that nobody else does, in Najee Marshall. Najee Marshall is only 3,700. You know, no uh, Zion. 
He didn't get a whole lot of minutes in the last two. He only had 15, 18 minutes. So I think people will fade him for that reason. But I think, you know, it's matchup-based a little bit here. And if the Spurs, if the, the Pelicans are just blowing out the Spurs like they have been doing at times this season, they've been blowing teams out. If that happens again, he might get closer to the 22, 23-minute, you know, plus mark that we've been seeing him get. And, uh, you know, looking at his game logs from from those games, you know, he was putting up a solid string of 22-plus uh, DK points in one, two, three, sorry, one, two, three, four, five, uh, five games in a row he did that. And he also had a couple uh, 20-ish uh, DK points ones in there as well. So I believe it's six out of the last eight. He's done uh, 25 or more, but uh, plenty of, or 22 or more, but plenty, or 20 or more, sorry, 20 or more, but plenty of uh, to like there at 3,700. Not very risky play. Uh, I think he's a sneaky guy that you can go ahead and sneak into your lineup. So that is one guy that I do have. A lot of people may not be necessarily looking at. I'm going to have one more here too, which I didn't necessarily have on my roster or on my list here to begin with. But I am going to go to him because he's one of the guys that I seem to always be on and nobody else is. And this is on the Spurs side. And, again, no Kelvin Johnson. Who's going to score for them? So I'm going to put out uh, Doug McDermott, Doug McBuckets. Uh, I think, you know, this is a guy, again, his offense opens up a lot of things for the Spurs. And without Kelvin Johnson, I think they're going to ask him to shoot a whole bunch of shots in this game. So I think his ceiling is very high. Floor, I don't know if I'd call it safe. He does rely on his shot a lot. He doesn't do a lot of other things on the floor necessarily as far as rebounding assists and all that. But I think he does have a very high ceiling. So he's a good GPP play for me. And I think I'm going to lock him in. So, well, not lock him in, but I'm going to look at him very hard. Uh, I've also got Josh Richardson, Richardson on my list here at 4,200. I think he's another guy that can easily step up and provide some scoring and some uh, playmaking for the Spurs team that's going to be lacking it sorely without Kelvin Johnson in the lineup. So, yeah. I think those are the guys in the Spurs I'm most heavily targeting right now. I think throughout the day, people can convince me into other guys on that Spurs team. But right now, that's all I've got. Uh, Thrive Fantasy, if you're not in Thrive Fantasy, go over there. Use promo code ETHOS to sign up and get a deposit match bonus up to $250. And, uh, yeah, that's going to get you a whole bunch of free money to play with us. So uh, I've got a couple of plays here for Thrive Fantasy. I've got Jonas Valanciunas over 10.5 rebounds, 110 points for that one. And, you know, no Zion Williamson just opens up a lot of things for Jonas. And uh, I think this is a very sexy matchup for him. So I think I'm getting a big game here out of Jonas Valanciunas. Brad Beal. Over 29.5 points and assists. Uh, Brad is back, man. He's back, baby. And especially if Porzingis is out, that's a, a lock for me for sure. But I think even if, if Porzingis is in, uh, Brad Beal has a good chance of going over there in this matchup. Jordan Clarkson, over 29.5 points, rebounds, and assists. I'm expecting big things from Jordan Clarkson. He might be a guy that has lower ownership on the slate uh, for DFS. And I think people are just kind of sleeping on how much this guy can score. I'm looking for him to put up 25 or so points here. Uh, hoping to get a little bit hot there. And then he just needs, you know, a couple assists and a couple rebounds to hit that over for us. So 100 points for that one. I do like that one. But that's going to do it for us, guys. A little quick episode. It's only two games. This is just a quick primer. So hopefully it gets you a little ready for the game here. Gives you a few ideas of guys you can uh, use to differentiate lineups from the pool. Uh, but, yeah, go ahead and follow me on Twitter. Uh, make sure wherever you're listening, you're liking and subscribing. But until next time, guys, go get that money. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. 
Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.